boys and girls, welcome back to Franchise Buys Games, your weekly game news podcast uh, with two men uh, within a probably, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of, a cumulative, a cumulative 60 plus years in the game industry, heavily consumer based, however, some light dabblings on, on the other side of the fence there from Mr. Nice Guy Johnny, uh, that being said, Mr. Nice Guy Johnny. He's a slippery devil. He's a slippery devil, like a ferret covered in fairy liquid. Uh, and I am a titular protagonist, old franchise. Right here on this show, Franchise Buys Games, we break down the week's worth of game news for your easy listening consumption. So you don't have to dig about, you don't have to go raking through news feeds and Twitter hashtags you just come to this podcast and we deliver all the news and more straight directly down your lug pipes each and every week uh nice guy johnny let's kick off this week's episode the same way we kick off every episode producer of the show nice guy johnny what are you playing well sir you know i've got um control on the go Mm mm-hmm Again, trying to find the right time, and, I, and maybe I just need to just sit down and just play it, you know, and get me get me head head straight and just do it. But I just haven't had the inclination to sit down and do that kind of thing this week. Yeah. What I have been doing is playing through Broken Swords, like I mentioned. <laughs> that's my, uh, that's my, uh, you know, just like oh, I'm enjoying the motions here. So that and that's going exactly how I planned. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's where that is. Is Broken Sword going exactly how it's planned the other twenty-seven times you played it? Is it going exactly yes. the same way as that? Yes, it's going exactly the same way. Exactly the same way. <laughs> yeah. It's such a fucking nice guy, Johnny. Ass game that Broken Sword. I know, but to the point where you know, like, it is just a like a interactive narrative at the moment. You know what I mean? But I still think it's class. Just a, a classic game. What I have dove back into full throated is oh. el- Elite Dangerous. I am lost amongst the stars again, sir. Holy fuck. Holy fuck. I thought to be honest, I thought it was only a matter of time anyway. Um I know. Because it dropped on Game Pass, I think re- I saw relatively it, recently. I saw it come on Game Pass and I thought if nothing else, that's gonna restoke the fires of Elite Dangerous within Nice Guy Johnny. Um, see, I'm honestly surprised you haven't invested in a flight stick for Elite Dangerous at this point as well. Well, you see, the game's changed. There's a lot of, um, you know, kind of, they've added what seems to be a lot of um, auto stuff, like auto sh- um, ship landing and stuff in the in, in the space stations. Like an autopilot never... type deal. Yeah, kind of just like let, let, let the thing take, take control, which, mm-hmm. you, know, would, you know, would have been nice on the PlayStation 4 when I first played it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's nice to play it in full 4K. Really is. I, I must must admit, it makes a difference. I'm looking forward to look at those stunning vistas of the Milky Way. Wait, that, so <laughs> like, is there any sort of cross progression on this, or have you just started again with Elite Dangerous? I've I've, I've, I've linked me account, okay. my Frontier account again with Xbox, but I've started again. To be fair, I didn't really progress a lot of stuff. You know, what I mean, I hadn't gr- hadn't done the massive grind on it. I hadn't. I didn't have a big big cruiser or anything like that yeah yeah um the other issue is i don't it's only the core game i believe so it hasn't got the horizons um add-on which is this the the game pass version right 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 game so so i don't on the when i on the ps4 i had the um 
Horizons edition, which was like planetary landings with your rover and stuff like that. Okay. I don't don't believe that's part of the core game as it stands. I might be wrong. I might be wrong. I haven't d- d- dove that far into it, but something something tells me it won't be because it's just the Game Pass game, and if you want to access all the DLC, because I think March, April, I think the beat is landing for the, the Odyssey um, add-on, where you can actually have, like, a, you can you can go outside on foot. Like, get out. Like, stuff like get so, out essentially, Elite Dangerous is becoming more and more like No Man's Sky, is what no you're Man's saying? No Man's Sky, pretty much, in that sense. Um, so, so, nice guy, Johnny, sell me on Elite Dangerous right now. You tell me now, right now, why the fuck I should install this on my Xbox hard drive and play right. Elite just, Dangerous? Just, just the fucking lore of it, okay? Okay. Right? The lore of it that is behind the thing and then what is community-driven. Yeah. Like, completely, like, you know... So, I logged on. haven't been on for ages. Last time I was playing PS5, there was a certain thing about the... Um, is it the Argonoids? Whatever the, um, the alien race is. Uh-huh. That kind of that invaded the the galaxy, so there was like a cluster of activity happening around a certain system. So like if you went close to that system, you might you know get like a little thing where you you drop out of hyperspace and you get probed by an alien craft. Oh dear! And like and then like like the the community goals and games there were just like let's let's you know make sure we take all the pirates out from this sector to stop so we can enhance supply runs. Yeah. Or let's make sure we get all these supplies to these space stations to make sure that defenses are ready for an impending invasion, that kind of thing. So I log on again there yesterday, and there's like there's the general missions, you know, ferry passengers here, loot data here. They're very much fetch quests, go okay. here, there, and everywhere. Okay, okay. Either delivering something, salvaging something, um, taking someone from A to B, and back again. But then there's community goals of where they're just like you know highlighted in certain parts of the galaxy where things are needed, and it's it's that thing. So like you, the, there's no real narrative, but there's just factions everywhere, things like that, and like it's, so much to just like I'm gonna I'm if a, I just chose to get involved in this one particular way, it could pay off huge. Yeah. But it's gonna take a lot of grinding and work to get involved. But the, the lure is just tantalising me. That's that's. It seems to me like not only is that uh, a naughty case of uh, hyperbolov. Let's play hyperbolov. It seems to me not only is that uh, arguably one of the strongest cases of hyperbolov we've ever had, um, <laughs> but it it also seems to me like this is probably. Uh, emergent storytelling at its finest. Yes, I think so. And it's quite an isolated game. That's the only thing. Like, you know, like we talked about this in Sea of Thieves, where you can emergent storytelling and things like that. Yeah. At least you know your mates are right there on the brig or on like on the skiff or on the frigate with you. Yeah, yeah. This is very. It's a lonely isolated. game. It's a lonely game. Like. There's even people on communities who like do like a almost career things of rescuing pilots and commanders who like if they run out of fuel and you're just adrift, you can get on a message board and say, Right, I need to be here and I think you can do some transactions and then they'll fucking come to you with fuel. It's, <laughs> um, it, it's like I, I do I love the uh 
there's parts of this game that have transcended anything else that gaming anywhere has managed to do. Um, you'll have to forgive us because we've just come hot off the heels of another podcast, and I am horrifically drunk, and I'm 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 currently waiting for I've had a mouthful of pasta to try and sober myself up somewhat to talk about games, but <laughs> who's the developer of Elite? It's Frontier. 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 The Elite is... There's another game that's exactly like this, isn't there? There is Star Citizen, which is the other thing, like, which is very similar. Yeah, and um, is is Elite... So Elite Dangerous, is that tied into the same world as Elite on a PC? Yeah, pretty much. I think. Which, yeah, one's, the, which one's the game? And again, I apologise because this is, uh, this is the alcohol talking, but... There's a game where they hired real world economists, and I've wrote a blog about this game. But one, I wrote that blog pff, ten year ago now, so that that game slips in my mind. I don't know. Eve Online's got Eve. On, that's on the, the game. That's the game. Yeah. And the developer of Eve Online is uh, CCP. I want to say. So it. Eve Online is the game that hired real world developer. Thank you for that, by the way, Johnny. You've just totally stepped in and saved me bacon there. Uh, this is a lesson, kids. Don't drink or, <laughs> or drink and responsibly. Do, have a good friend as a producer. <laughs> Make sure your producer friend had food before he drank so he isn't <laughs> as hammered as you are. The Eve Online, how, how does. Elite Dangerous compared to this is because from what you're saying to me there, where there's uh, emergent storytelling and communities, and this, like, you know, if you go too close to a sector, you'll get pulled into a faction war that only exists because of emergent storytelling. It's not anywhere in game, it's not a campaign mission. It's just if you turn up bearing a certain faction flag, you will be attacked because of your allegiance to that faction. That level of emergent storytelling. It sounds like Elite Dangerous is almost a console version of Eve Online. Well, the big difference is like Eve is meant to be a massive multiplayer online role-playing game. Yeah. Right. And the core of Elite Dangerous is it's a space flight simulation game. Right. First, first and foremost, it's a, it's a simulation game with in that backdrop, and people have were, like developed that emergent storytelling around that framework which I'll probably say is probably a lot more limited than EVE Online because EVE Online has a framework to allow it to be a uh, multiplayer online yeah. role-playing game. Elite Dangerous isn't. I think a lot of that role-playing stuff happens ex situ of the game in terms of like, you know, almost on blogs and yeah, 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 yeah. Um, chat rooms and forums like that. And mm-hmm. that's where the, and that drives the narrative in-game. To which then the developers recognise and incorporate some of that. Yeah, no, I get that. So, um, I think there's there's the story of Eve Online uh, that, to be honest, um, I, when I read stories like this, it makes me want to just quit gaming, like <laughs> on everything apart from Eve Online. Like, I hear stories like this whereby obviously they hired. Uh, it blew my mind that they hired real world economists to come in and study the economy of the game world because it was essentially yep. people trading who in certain stock shares, um, uh, minerals, assets, stuff like that, that was, and they, they were manipulating a stock market within the game. Uh, it was 
the, the game gave them limited tools to do it and then all of a sudden they just had this fully um uh reactive economy like a real like almost like the real world economy so the higher yeah, yeah, real yeah. real world economist to study it and like do blog posts on it and like update official websites on the economy of eve online and then there was a battle between two factions on eve online and in that battle it involved so many thousands of players per side and so many people who lost their ships the yes. wiped the wiped off like a, a percentage of the entire economy of the whole game in this battle because so many people got fucked up yeah ships destroyed cargo destroyed uh, all this worth all these assets destroyed and like a decent chunk of the economy disappeared because Eve Online went to war. All the players <laughs> went to war on themselves, and I, I literally that that Eve Online didn't do that. Eve Online had nothing to do with that. That that is emergent storytelling at its absolute core. That is the best emergent storytelling I have ever yeah. bore witness to. Yeah, and I think the, the the frame the scope of the game allowed that to happen. Yeah. Um. If I'm if I'm being critical of what they're two different things really, but the emerging the the scope of Elite Dangerous allows for a different type of emerging storytelling. You're not going to get that an economic battle and like yeah. you know, things like that. But what you will get is bands of players joining together to do an expedition somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Go, we're right. We're going to take this community and we're going to go and just you know populate this part of the galaxy. To the point where uh, the, the developers recognise that and go right, we'll put a space station there and give you a whole backstory of like whatever the, I can't remember what the station's called, but yeah, you know, okay, ah, uh, yeah, yeah. That yeah. user content generated a real world thing in the game. There was I know Eve, uh, Eve, they sort of experimented with console interaction with their game, whereby. There was a, and the name of the game escapes me, but I'm sure it was either PS3 or PS4, and it was an it was Eve something. It wasn't Eve Online. It was Eve. Uh, nah, it's gone. But essentially, it was FPS. And Eve Valkyrie. No, not Eve Valkyrie. I've I, I've got Eve Valkyrie. That's a VR game where you just and I don't think that's um part of Eve Online either. I think that's. Uh, its own little pigeonholed ring fenced experience set in the Eve universe, but I'm sure Eve had a, an FPS mode where yeah, Dust Dust Five One Four Dust Five One Four that was it. That's it. And it was linked to Eve Online, so battles that were happening on Eve Online, you could, uh, if you were on console, you could actively fight that battle. Is it even line? Obviously, spaceships all happening in space and shit like that. In Dust Five One Four, you were fighting that battle on like the nearest planet as a soldier. That's pretty cool. That. And it was all. It was all like I don't know if it's still going. I don't know if uh, I don't know if they abandoned it because it, they didn't do it right or it just didn't get the the weight behind it. But it shut down two thousand sixteen. There you go. All right, but what a what an idea! What an absolute. Yeah. Yeah. A wider universe where you could choose to play as a, a pilot of a of a fucking ship, be it a one man little fucking cruiser or this giant frigate, or or you could choose to be a grunt 
and where these factions were going to war, it was like, right, now they go to war in that system. That means that planet is involved in this war. That means if you join as a, a first-person shooter player, you will be on that planet fighting for your faction. Or you log in and it's like, right, we've currently got conflict going on in these different sectors against these factions. Uh, if you logged in, you took part in that war, that conflict. And I thought just that's the fucking the scope of that. If that came off, I think if Eve had been more widely recognised as the fucking giant that it is amongst console players, or if that first person, I, I didn't play it myself, so I can't, I can't say if it was a, an accomplished, mechanically sound first person shooter. But if you had a really good first person shooter on the back of that, I think you're fucking laughing like. I think you've got an absolute gold mine on your hands. And nobody's nobody's doing that. Nobody's doing that level of interaction on, on multiple facets of, of one shared universe. Just No. Exceptional. Absolutely exceptional. And you don't you not I don't know like I, I don't know any other game where you could do that. It's hard, you know what I mean? Because it, it's in some respects, some of it's quite niche, and uh-huh. you're, you're hoping that it pulls players. Oh, those players like that, they'll they'll love this bit. Mm-hmm. But I'd argue that a lot of players playing Eve Online probably weren't bothered about an first-person shooter. True, true, true. And I think that's you probably why I mean? it didn't and, work. And the first-person shooter players are like, why would I play an Eve Online? Like, yeah, I, I'd, I'd... I'm not connected. I'm not connected to that. I've got no stake in yeah. that. Yeah, Eve Online was too entrenched with PC players. Uh, with a very certain kind of PC player, um, first-person shooter PlayStation players play. I mean, I don't want to. The lion share of them play Call of Duty. Like, I, I don't want to shit on them, but they're not first-person shooter players. They are Call of Duty players. Do you know what I mean? But if that makes the sense. Interesting, the interesting thing comes here is where you kind of. You, this is when the developers can almost get a bit, you know, subvertive. You know what I mean? A little bit and. Mm-hmm. You know, if you can develop a good first-person shooter, right, which has ties to this MPG, like multiplayer um, thing, and they're two independent games in terms for the players, right? Mm-hmm. But they're influencing each other, and before you know it, you know two two completely different communities of player are influencing each other. Yeah, now, as a social fucking experiment, that is huge. Yeah, massive. <laughs> you know what I mean? Absolutely, that massive. is massive. And like you know that you know I. That's the kind of thing that that is interesting to me to see if these developers do that in the future because I think obviously it didn't work in this case but there's huge potential. You know, imagine if like you know there was a a massive online player like tactical game for for modern warfare or something like that and COD or something like it was the ground assault of you know the, the grunts if you were. Yeah, <laughs> but that's that's why Call of Duty couldn't do it. But that's that's what I mean. Like find another franchise that could do. Pardon the pardon the pun. Find another franchise that could do it. But no, but what I'm saying is it's like, you know, you could almost get developers doing this so you no know, like so they could on paper they're completely unrelated or seemingly unrelated. So I've actually had... are influ- but actually are influencing each other. And you know just from social experiment point of view, from social science. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. I, I, I think How can one influence the other? It's like, yeah. yeah, I I think we're getting a bit, you know, in this in the clouds here but no um again to, to pull it back to pull it back uh we, we gotta be carried away with the majesty of eve online that game neither <laughs> of us actually fucking play uh, yeah the, the other reason to play um 
uh, elite is just to fucking look at space. When you see a fucking sun or a star up close and the things like that, you just you can just ogle it for like fifteen minutes before a pirate comes and blows you up for you. <laughs> for you, for you. How um how often is that? How often is the space combat quite tight? Is it does it feel engaging or does it feel a bit floaty? Does it? No, is it I, I think it's. A, I, I think it's it's engaging. It's it's responsive. It, it it can flip. It depends what it is. You know, it can be the most like fruitful and the most boring at the same time. Yeah. That's a fair comment. It's uh. It depends what you're doing. If you if you it depends how you're playing. If you're actively going out to like build yourself up because you, you know you start off you know pretty much you know you've done no wandering because you've had got, gone nowhere. You've done no combat. And you've done no salvaging or no trading. Yeah. So you, you know, you can try and do all three, but if you really want to excel at one, you've just got to do one. Dig in and just so, do one. Commit to one. Right. Yeah, if you want to be a good, like, uh, the best damn fighter pilot in the galaxy, you've got to go and do like uh, pi- um, pirating and you know protection missions and stuff like that, and then build build up your ship's defenses so they get better and more responsive that way. Yeah. Um, if you want to just like travel and see stuff, then you've just got to get light years and, and distances done so question question on everybody's lips question on the community's lips right now which way is nice guy johnny playing this game is nice guy johnny actually the best fucking starfighter in the galaxy or is nice guy johnny the most reliable tradesman you've ever you've ever come across i've just got pure wanderlust just <laughs> wanderlust just, you know, I just, i'm just enjoying like you no know, i something will take me from a to b to deliver something Right, but I'm not going back to A. I'll move on to C, and I'll yeah, move on to yeah. B, and yeah. on to E. Okay. So I'm I'm just you. I'm just I'm just you know, joining the dots wherever I'm going. But I'm always going forward. Every step, yeah. every stop you make, you make a new friend. That's how you do. That kind can't, of deal. Can't stay for long. Just turn around yeah. and you're gone again. That, that's that's my <laughs> that's my rule. Maybe maybe tomorrow, Johnny, you'll want to settle. You'll want to settle down. Do you know what I mean? Until tomorrow. Just keep moving on. Yep. <laughs> I can't top that, so I'm going to end that right there. Speaking <laughs> of moving on, have you been playing anything else or have you just been heavily invested in Eve uh, Elite? Uh, well, we can jump onto the multiplayer stuff later on Yeah. after your comments, or do yeah. you want to talk about that? Uh, to be honest, I'm, I'm in a funk. I'm in an absolute funk. Um, the only games I'm playing is games I'm playing on stream right now. Uh, I... I the I think this is the knock-on effect, right, of last year uh, and a lot of games being delayed. And I think a lot of games that should have been out and would have been, like, demanding time of me, like, I don't know. I expected Battlefield last year. I expected Halo last year. Um... Battlefield, I've, I've since found out, was never planned last year. It was always planned to come out this year, but Halo Infinite was supposed to have. I'm, that, that, that's the sting. That really is the sting, I think. Yeah. Like, I'm, I've got a bit of a funk, and I don't rightly know why. There's many a game out there that I could just pick back up, but I'm just not... You, you, do, you don't want to pick back up, though, do you? I don't want to pick back up at this point. There's You've, you've there's, got not one, two machines in front of you that are asking for a brand new yeah full full blooded full throated re- release and give us give us something that 
give us something. Maybe I'm maybe I'm really feeling fucking competitive multiplayer at the minute, and I don't know if that's it because Warzone. I still I fucking hate Warzone, but I love Warzone. Warzone is yeah. such a fucking broken game, but at the same time, on a competitive level, you hit fucking you hit them sniper shots. You feel like an absolute god. Do you know what I mean? And when you do it on stream, and there's people watching you, and you've got proof that you're a fucking sniping god, like I, that's it's got an allure to it. Uh, but at the same time, it's so violently broken. It's like I want. All right, what's me other competitive multiplayer scene here? Like it's got to the point where I have now updated Apex Legends because I dabbled back in Apex Legends not too long ago, and I'm thinking, fuck it, do I go all in? Let's get back into Apex. Uh, Fortnite is still just ticking away there. I'm really enjoying my time spent with Fortnite because I'm not. I'm not playing it religiously. I'm dabbling in and out, and I'm really enjoying that pick up and play element of that. Um, but overall, like I've got, I don't know if it's a funk or, a, I don't know if it's a lack of games driven funk, or a lack of free time driven funk. Like I'm so fucking. It's probably a combination of both. Yeah, I'm so fucking exhausted all the time, but still have no free time. So it's like, yeah. Even if I wanted to play a game right now, like fuck it, I don't even have. I don't even know if I'd have the time to do so yeah. off stream. Modern games do not allow for pick up and play. Nah, nah. very often. I tell you what, not, I did jump. I tell you what, I did jump back into. Console. Yeah, and this is this is part and parcel of the problem. I jumped back into Marvel's Avengers this week because I've got the PS Five and the Xbox Series X set up in the studio. They're set up on the stream uh, desk. So they they don't move. They sit there and I just swap HDMI leads out depending on what I want to stream. And if I want to play a game when I'm not streaming, I've got the lovely monitor in here that I can play on and everything looks fucking sick and 60 frames a second or 120 frames a second if I'm on the Xbox. Like, it's a great setup. But when I'm on my nights off, which is pretty much my night off, I think it's Tuesdays. What nights do I have off? Tuesday. 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 So I have a Tuesday and a Thursday off. Um, Like, I've got to be downstairs. I've not got to be, but you, I want to be downstairs on my night off. I don't want to be in the studio. I want to be with the dog. I want to be with Lady Franchise. I want to be watching some fucking movies or some series. Like, I need that, that time away. But if I get the opportunity, I've plugged in the PS4 Pro downstairs. So I'm like, if, if there's nothing on the telly or there's no films I feel like watching and the dog's blacked out i'm like right now's the time i get to do some free time gaming and i had a little bit of that this week on avengers um and credit to marvel's avengers the the campaign all the the campaign stuff is free so and i hadn't even considered that but i I fired it up for the first time and god well since i finished the campaign Uh, and the kate bishop story was just there ready to go and i was like oh fucking hell i'll do this I'll do this, I'm excited. Yeah, so I jumped mm-hmm. in, I started playing it, and could I fuck remember <laughs> like how to build my team, how to choose the character I wanted to be. Uh, all my characters weren't high level enough. Uh, I couldn't figure out how to pull the fucking mini-map up. I couldn't even remember if there was a mini-map. Uh, I'd, just, I'd taken too long away from it and played too much since that all my muscle memory for Avengers had totally gone. Luckily, it's... It's a bit light on that on that ground, like um, 
I don't know what they've done, but still, still that game has significant frame rate issues. Uh, to the point where it's worrying, like very worrying. Uh, I can only hope that there's uh, there's some sort of fix coming with the Hawkeye expansion. But fucking, I mean, the, we are how many months removed from release at this point? I I can't even remember when the fuck it came out. But so many hot fixes must have happened since then. And I I specifically remember talking about this as a problem because they patched in more problems. They try to yes, fix some stuff, and then all the fucking cutscenes, the frame rate, and the cutscenes was just dog shit. And a couple of times during me little, I had an hour, probably two hour play session on the the Kate Bishop campaign. Uh, there was a couple of times in that game where the frame rate tanked so badly, I thought the game had crashed because everything stopped. It didn't jutter. It didn't stutter. It just froze the frame rate dropped to zero it froze and i was like what the fuck is this how how far removed from launch are we and we still have this issue august last year was when it was launched fucking hell so yes anyway marvel's avengers still i i mean i shit on the frame rate issues but it's it's still a very enjoyable game in my eyes didn't deserve didn't deserve the hatred that got and I worry that that hatred is going to have sealed the deal on that game. And after well, they've got the original year one roadmap complete, instead of rolling into the year two with bigger and better expansions and more characters and bigger villains and bigger content drops, I'm, I'm worried they'll just go and fuck it, pull the plug. Write well, this off as bad debt. They can't until they put Spider-Man out there. <laughs> they have to at least give PlayStation players Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> They sold the whole fucking game on that in some mm-hmm, respect. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That, that has to happen. You've got to think um, the two things that are going to pull this game back from the brink at this point are Spider-Man. He will make that game um, uh, relevant again. As long as he's not Ms. Marvel or um, Black Widow skin with a different skin. True, true. But the I think they're probably going to have to get around that by... I think they know this. And also, I think we've established that it's a, it's a shared universe, isn't it? The Marvel mm-hmm. game universe is a shared universe, so you would think PlayStation exclusive, it, it's it's the Insomniac Spider-Man. You have to think at this point it's the Insomniac Spider-Man. Skin-wise, yes, but I don't know how it... No, within the framework of how the game actually plays. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm just thinking out loud here. Web-slinging, you mean? Yeah. How, just, does, he, just thinking... how does he web-sling? No, there's there's certain different types. You've got flying characters, you've got Hulk type characters, and yeah. you've got the other ones, the swing the swinging ones. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And how did how do you fit into that game? And that that's my only concern. I would hope you know that that they have to do something different, but let's see. Yeah, yeah. I, I, like I said, I think Spider Man will pull it back from the brink, uh, and I think when they eventually open up Wakanda as uh, which I'm assuming at this point is going to be part of the roadmap as like a, a giant location with a lot of stuff to do, like Destiny's The Taken King level mm-hmm. of fucking add-on when they finally open up Wakanda and introduce Black Panther. I think that might... And that will absolutely pull a fuck ton of people back in. The potential... And- as fucking huge. As long as there's enough to do by that point, as long as enough of the bugs are fixed and there's enough to do 
post-game, at that point, you've potentially got a fucking... You've got a winner on your hands. But they need to fucking nail it. They need to nail that post-game content, which they've added more. I will admit that. I looked around the map and the, the different things that we're doing. There's definitely more post-game content in there at this point, but Spider-Man and Wakanda what, might might yeah. just save that game. Quick, Quickly segueing into the, one of the choice cuts a little bit early. How well then? You know, get at it. Get at it. Let's just choice cut away, Johnny, because all I've played other than that is Warzone and Minecraft, so let's fucking... And Gears 5. Play, and Gears, which was a joy. I, I love playing Gears. I enjoyed that, actually. I enjoyed the Gears. I enjoyed playing Gears 5. Um, I, I still think... I still think OG Horde mode... When they first introduced it in Gears Two, yeah. uh, that that was the best horde mode. That well, it was just it was just it was but, uncomplicated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you've played Horde and you've played new Horde with like the Fabricator and that, it is what it is, and it's just fucking enjoyable. It's just. I mean, yeah, Turret's such a nice guy. Johnny's best friend. Nice guy, Johnny. Can I just say, nice guy? If you ever. Get the op- the the opportunity to play Gears Five with Nice Guy Johnny. Just just try your hardest not to let him rack up enough points to build an army of turrets. Because expect your leaderboard to be dominated by this absolute fool with these <laughs> fucking with these uh, leveled up turrets. These thirty odd kill turrets. Sixty um, odd kill turrets. Unbelievable! Kill. Unbelievable! <laughs> it was nice to be MVP. You were fucking MVP that night, like uh, by far and away, you were MVP that night. Hit us, hit us with this segue, Johnny. Hit us with this segue. So yeah, so on topic of Marvel's Avengers, um, no, it's quite a grindy game, isn't yeah. it? Really, um, uh, po- the, the post game, post game, absolutely, post-game, yeah, yeah. And the, the next gen console updates or current gen, let's say, is due on March eighteenth, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, but it's also getting another change. They're they're making it more grindy in effect. Bring so the, bring that level yeah, of grind up. Yeah, so the the quick level ups and XP gain is which they thought would be something confusing for new players. They've slowed that down. Which is uh, yeah, it's it, it's an odd one really. I, I'm trying to understand. The quick level up and the XP gains and that is if anybody's played Destiny or World of Warcraft, which is people in the millions at this point, that is a way of getting new players in. So you automatically bring your characters up to the minimum level needed to to take on to tackle the new content. Mm-hmm. That's but my yeah, understanding I'm, of it. But what I'm saying is that they're not they're taking that way. That, is that a that wouldn't be an issue if you had a, a rich if you had a fucking a bountiful smorgasbord of post game content that wouldn't be an issue. But mm-hmm. while you've got dog shit post game content, removing the option to auto level up seems seems risky. Like seems a risky business for me. Personally, I think that seems risky business. You're asking a yeah, player exactly. to grind and you're giving them a grind experience, which isn't the best. It's yeah. it's the, rinse the, and yeah. repeat. Yeah, exactly. They're saying it'll take, add about three to five hours of to the act of le- le- reaching your level cap. Is this before the Hawkeye stuff drops? Yes, I think. So if we want to play Hawkeye... What they're saying is we need to get... Is this their way of driving people back onto the game? 
I think so. Actually, when you read into it now, it's kind of if you need to be at level, whatever for the for the next DLC. You better get grinding. You better get grinding because it's going to take you long to, longer to do it. Fucking hell! Bad move. Bad move. Bad move. Yeah, because if anything, that was the the saying. It was one of the it was one of the down points, the sour points of it. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, because we, you and I both agreed the, the content of the, the campaign and stuff was just so fucking alluring. Yeah, I, so well. I thought the campaign so well. was brilliant. I really did. I thought the campaign on Avengers, Marvel Avengers, the campaign was fucking superb. Absolutely superb. I loved. I, I loved the. the Mission and mission gameplay. I fucking I adored that as well. Each character played very different. Each character felt very different. Each character felt true to uh, what that what the ethos of that character was. Iron Man flying around shooting fucking lasers off everywhere. Captain America's combat was heavily shield based, and it was sick as fuck. Thor with a hammer, and you could throw it not on like. Um, the the uh, the Leviathan axe in God of War, which obviously set the fucking Thor yeah. in the the film MCU set the bar. God of War took that and ran with it, and then you're now expecting Thor in Marvel Games universe to have something that at least was on par with the Leviathan axe. But to be honest, I think it fell a little short, which is on a, a fucking inexcusable when. Thor is famous for having a hammer with recall. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but still, the the hammer combat, even though it didn't feel as good as God of War's Leviathan axe combat, was still very very nice. It, it's hard to do god level weaponry, uh, and like when you have to have them in challenging combat. Yes, it's a mm-hmm. god level weapon, so realistically if he hit anybody once with Mjolnir they would just be done but you can't <laughs> you can't do that or then Thor is the most OP character in the game so the the had to tone that down a bit and I think that may have damaged it somewhat but still it was very fun to play with if you're not an absolute nerd and like in the lore and the source material and like being a little fucking virgin sitting at home like Mjolnir would have fucked him up in half a hit and here I am bashing him seven times like unless you're that guy like it, it was really fun I just I really fucking enjoyed it Black Widow was fucking superb to play with even little fucking I love s- Black Widow yeah. and stretchy pants what's her face Miss Marvel. Marvel like all of them played really well it was just a great game it was just marred by shit really really shit post game content for for an online game as service game the post game content was dog shit absolutely dire and just significant technical issues yeah if they can't fix the technical issues that that'll be the death knell of the game yeah 100 percent. so i mean you're not bethesda you're not getting away with that shit we give bethesda a free pass because they're the god they're the og godfathers of technical issues in game (laughs) all right Flying mammoths, we we allow it. <laughs> right, so that was that was just the, the segue to Avengers, but I think we should get our teeth into Switch Pro. Yeah, I mean, news. I feel like one of us has been harping on this for quite some time, saying this is coming, uh, <laughs> and, and we've we, we've recently just got a Bloomberg report, Johnny. Um, 
I don't yeah. know if you have got the details in front of you. I don't know if you want to go over this because you've been you've been the one who doubted its existence. I I made it up to you. Yeah. You can go over it if I you mean, want. I've, I've got I've got it up. If you want me, to, do you want me to eat my words? I'd like to listen. <laughs> I'd like to listen while you're absolutely choked on your own oh, words. Right. Okay. So, so following a Bloomberg report, um, Nintendo company plans to unveil a model of its Switch gaming console equipped with a bigger Samsung OLED display this year. Hoping the larger touchscreen can crop demand in time for the holidays for um, people familiar with the plan said. Um, start production of the 7 inch 720p resolution OLED panels as, start as early as June. Um, so that basically, this is a, it's a, it's a business article. <laughs> yeah, okay, let, yeah. <laughs> it's a business article including a lot of technical details on the parts and the procedures of the, of, of the console itself. Right? And the fact that it's got, you know, it's got a lot more detail in talking about it being, you know, particularly its size, its resolution, it's all, it's being being an OLED panel. 4K output when docked. I'll, I'll give I'll give you it. You know, in terms of the, the specific detail point, detail points it picks upon. Fair enough. Yeah, right. It looks more like it's coming. Yeah, still not buddy. confirmed. But yeah, still yeah, not yeah, officially yeah. confirmed. But like it's coming though. You know what I mean? I mean, it's not officially confirmed, but like it's one hundred percent officially coming. It's I mean, not officially confirmed, but one hundred percent unofficially. That is, is a fucking thing. <laughs> it's fucking exists. The fact that you know. Seven inch, seven twenty p resolution OLED panel. I mean, the fact that you know, you people are already jumping on those seven twenty p. You know what I mean? But it's the makes the perfect sense for the touchscreen handheld nature of it. At that yeah, point. yeah, absolutely. I mean, the fact that it's an OLED is is the is the big thing, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because in terms of what is it like, pick the pixel density on an OLED is a lot bigger than a yeah. LED screen. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So it doesn't matter really if it's seven twenty p in terms of that. I mean. Are people really want a 4K handheld? You know what I mean. It's probably nah. it's probably it's probably not cost effective and not what you want to do. To be fair, so listen, they, 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 these people twisting, right? If you played Breath of the Wild handheld on a Switch and it blew your fucking mind, which it rightly should have, uh, then you're about to fucking shit your full pants when you play 720 on an OLED. When Breath mm. of the Wild two launches with the Switch Pro, heard it first. Uh, it's coming Johnny it's absolutely coming Um, I mean you can't get a low like by the way I got my sister a switch oh did you last night I did where from Argos well I was aiming for Argos because you know with the employer she works for she gets some discount so that's I was I was looking very specifically in one place but it was still I was still struggling to get one yeah, but, uh, uh, I I would normally say oh pandemic mate like horrific, uh, but this is this is just, just like even before the semiconductor shortage, this is classic Nintendo just yeah st- stimulate demand by manipulating supply, and it's just school, it's absolute textbook schoolboy fucking Nintendo stuff. Uh, how much? If you don't mind us asking, yeah. If you don't mind us asking, what was the what was the price of said switch? And did you get it in a bundle, or did you get Switch Lite, or was it the one with the dock? It's the it's the full full dock one. Yeah. So I think it was two seven nine with for the console with the the new switch with the newer battery life and whatnot, the better battery yeah, life with, with the better battery life. Um, yeah. 
to be fair, I gave her some money to get the puzzle she wanted. That because with a, with a nice discount. Nice guy, Johnny. Be... Absolutely living up to his name there. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely living up to his name. What a beautiful well, man you are. You know, you know, you know. My sister, she's 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 about to have probably a second year. She was it was her thirtieth last year mm-hmm. in under lockdown, and she's about to have probably another birthday in lockdown or yeah. in semi lockdown. Fuck it, you know what I mean. What can a big brother do? Mm-hmm. Get her a switch. So did you get that? Did you get that Animal Crossing as well? She hasn't got Animal Crossing. I'm going to get her that for her actual birthday. She doesn't know that. But <laughs> well, you want to hope she doesn't fucking listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> What uh, uh, what games was she after with this Switch? I, I always just got, get tempted uh, to hear what other people like to play. So she wanted the Ring Fit Adventure stuff. So she got that. Uh-huh, uh-huh, um, uh-huh. She got the, one of the Lego Harry Potter games. Ring Fit Adventure is harder to get than a fucking Switch, by the way. How the fuck did she get yeah. that? She's probably, uh, that must have been on, on stock where she was. So she's got that. Um, she's got Mario Kart as well. Standard, so, standard. Very good. Very good. So yeah, I think, think she's happy and my niece will be happy too. Very good, very good. Uncle Nice Guy Johnny there, saving the bastard day. What an icon. What an icon. But now, but now, now I feel like I, I can, like, I've done that. I'm like, but now I want one, but I think I'll just wait for the pro. <laughs> wait for the pro, mate. Wait for the pro. Absolutely wait for the pro. What else we got on the docker this week, Johnny? Uh, on the docker we have. So um, I'll, I'll admit, I mean, the Outriders demo is out. Yeah. Uh, I haven't touched it. Nah, I downloaded it, um, downloaded it ready to play, and then I was uh, just doing a little bit of casual browsing on general opinion of this thing, and it seems to have massively underwhelmed, which then drove me straight from playing the demo. I, if I'd been in a better headspace, I'd have, I'd have played it regardless for this podcast, um, and I, I will play it, I've downloaded it, I've got, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to try it, but as, ye- as of yet, uh, it was like, nah, I'm going to... Play football, Marvel's Avengers instead. Play Kate Bishop instead. So it's, it's interesting because I'm pulling up some stuff where people seem to love it. Yeah, it's it's Marmite, mate. Like it's absolutely splitting. It's splitting the crowds. Uh, but it depends on it depends on who you. I think it depends on who you use as a reference point for your game preview. Uh, sort of your outlets it depends on the outlets where you garner your information from because the people who are listen to sort of religiously because i have a very similar taste to these people and their opinions and my opinions seem to have just been one in the same yeah Yeah. a lot of those people have said underwhelmed um just felt felt like gears light is what i'm saying a lot gears of war light because let's not forget People, is it People Can Fly, the studio who did it? People Can Fly? The studio behind Bulletstorm also did Gaze of War Judgment, which was the Gaze of War spin-off with Baird. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a, a lot of the what they did with Gaze of War Judgment has made it into this game. So a lot of people are referring to it as Gaze Light. That's what I've seen a lot anyway. I'll play it. I want to play it. I mean, that can be that can be a blessing and a curse. I mean, to it, be it associated with gear is brilliant, but to be light, not great. Yeah. Gear is as gear is because it's fucking heavy. <laughs> like, yeah. like nothing quite feels like a Nasher shotgun. Nothing quite feels like a long shot headshot. Um, and if your gear is light, what, what does that look like? 
Like, if it's half assed, is it even worth doing? You know what I mean? True. Um, also, that video doing the rounds of, um, like, a loading screen of the guy. You know, like, we live in a time where loading screens are hidden in, oftentimes, in characters squeezing through tight spaces. We yeah, hide... Yeah, yeah, we hide load screens in the squeeze through the gap these days. Um, There's a load screen where he jumps over a very small gap, like a, almost like just a, a platform to platform jump, and it stops the game. Black screens comes back up with a like a an F like a, an FMV of the guy jumping over the ravine, a very narrow ravine onto another platform. Black screens comes back up into gameplay. And I find that fucking hilarious. I find that absolutely fucking hilarious. But let's let's just see if uh, that's part... Of, it, it is a demo, after all. It might be there for technical reasons. For, I don't know. I'm not a game developer. There might be a perfectly good reason for it. But right now, it's just fucking hilarious. That in 2021, <laughs> for a next-gen game, we have uh, a full ripped out of gameplay at a black screen into the most pointless little fucking transition you've ever seen uh, in a black screen then back in the game it just feels weird that that's a thing because that, that yeah considering what's what, what what the consoles are capable of yeah yeah aye but yeah I, I, it's not on my agenda to be fair I'll be honest but I'll I'll keep an eye out for it and well, I've got it downloaded. Um, I'll I'll give it a blast. I'll give it a blast at some point. Right. To speak, let's switch to something that I am very interested in. How are them? Aliens Fire Team. Okay. I mean, what is this? The you know, is this the answer to the the fuck up that Colonial Marines was? <laughs> yeah. I mean, or, or, or is that is that what people are running with? Is that the narrative people are running with, even though it's not going to be that? I tweeted out when this this dropped Thursday, I want to say Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah, uh, this fire team, aliens fire team. It's it came out. Uh, looks like it's got a very gears of war type feel to it uh, in its presentation, but it's aliens, obviously. Uh, the it, a little bit of digging brings up all the information you need. Three player co op. Essentially, um, like Left for Dead type situation, like a move through a level while hordes yeah. of enemies come at you. That that type of situation, World War Z esque. Let's yeah. let's call mm. it that. Uh, and it looked fucking incredible. It really did. As as a a, a lifelong Alien fan, um, aliens being. Playing a vital role in my childhood, I would say. Uh, it just a fucking, it looked incredible. Massive caveat: Colonial Marines looked incredible before that launched. And yeah, granted, totally different kind of game. Um, yeah, that, that's what I think. I think you know, for the nature, the scope again. Let's talk about scope. Yeah, it's, it's what let games lets games down. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The overpromised with Colonial Marines. This. It's not going to be the. It's not. It's not doing anything new, on from what it looks compared to what games have come before it. No. It's just it's saying you want to do this, do what you've been doing before, in the alien universe with an alien skin, which that is tantalising to me. To be fair, 
Yeah, I'll, I'll play it, Johnny. There's there's elements of this game that could be amazing. Um, one, it looks very good. It does. It looks slick as fuck. Uh, I like that. Two, I'm a big fan of games like Left for Dead, like World War Z. I love that. I, those are the co-op games that I, I come for. You know what I mean? I, I love them kind of games. Three, the idea of me throwing money at it and unlocking like a Ripley skin or a fucking, I don't know, like a Hudson skin, a Corporal Hicks skin, like all these with actual likenesses. Like that, I love that idea. I really do. You could pull in, if if it's an alien fire team, you could potentially pull in skins from anywhere in the alien universe. Do we see Predator crossovers? I don't know. Probably not if it's branded alien. You don't want to get into the muddy waters of another Alien versus Predator game at this point, I don't no, think. No, no, not now. Not at the moment. Um, but no, I, I think you know, there's things here, like, you know, it's all about just in- increasing some of the lore from the, the Aliens game, you know, like having different types of aliens. Yeah. And weren't necessarily, they were, they were hinted at and looked at in the game, in the film universe, but well, you, they you were, never really saw. They were, they were, it wasn't fully expanded on until Alien 3. That's when yeah, the law came and he, in. Yeah, and, he, and even that was just because it gestated in something else. Yeah, you know that, I mean? that was the problem. Like these, the, the whole thing with the xenomorph is that it is the facehugger lays an egg in you, and that egg is essentially it's going to take DNA from whatever the host is. So it should be a different alien that bursts out, depending on what host it's in, which is why in the first Alien film and then Aliens. All the xenomorphs look the same because they're all human host. Then in Alien Three, when it bursts out of like this giant buffalo thing, like it's more of a, a like a not bipedal, like quadpedal. Is that the word? A quadruped. Quadruped, right? Like it's it's more of a. I want to say a dog, but it clearly comes out of like a bull. But it does no, act it's, more it's, like a, do- a, a it acts more like a dog. A do- a more, more like a dog. In Alien Three. In Alien Three, it's a dog. In the director's cut, I think it's a bull, but in the original film, it's a dog. Because uh, the one that I watched, I'm gonna say literally this week. Because uh, when Alien Fireteam came out, I got into a discussion with a guy on Twitter. We talked yeah. about Alien being a horror film, Aliens being a horror film, and he disagreed. And I thought that I'd big horror elements i ended up watching aliens and then uh the way i watched it it played aliens and then went straight into alien 3 and it must have been the director's cut then because it came out of uh like a giant fucking bull thing that they use in the scene where they're dragging the the pod out of the ocean them bulls it's what comes out of one of them so in the original so in the original screenplay and like the in david finch's original film idea it was a bull but the studio made him change it to a dog kind of thing. And that's... A, it was uh, Rottweiler, wasn't it? Yes. Something like yeah, that. I thought so. I thought as much. So, But yeah, it makes more sense of it coming out of a bull. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like so it's, it depends what it, what it actually lays the egg in. Whatever the host is depends on whatever the fucking xenomorph that you get out of it, which is why... Later in in the film universe, you get a pred alien when like one bursts out of a predator. Pardon me, bursts out of a predator, and then if you played any of the other alien games, you could like get spitters and fucking. And 
I mean, if you look back at like the the classic alien toys from Kenner, it was the toys that brought it all out. Different different types. Yeah, um, bull, scorpion, snake, uh, mantis, like all of these different kind of fucking alien things. Uh, true story. If you go on my Instagram, I believe it's on my Instagram. Uh, Necker got the licensing to do the classic Kenner alien figures, and I bought uh, the scorpion. The snake and a pawn, all redone by Necker. Uh, the nice. detail is fucking incredible. They're still in the boxes. I haven't opened them. Um, the they're just there. But I feel like the more I talk about these things, the one I just fuck, I want to get them out and fucking play with them. Like, <laughs> leave them in the box, sir. Leave them. <laughs> leave them. But no, I, I'm I'm intrigued. I know. What you said about you know actually going, I wonder how many people saw this um, news and actually went and watched the film. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I'd yeah. like to see the, the metrics on 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 people watching Aliens. Yeah. I want to watch it this weekend. I really do. Well, I did. I watched Aliens and then, like I say, Alien Three by uh, happenstance. I walked, I walked away instead of. I mean, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie, Johnny. I've got. I've got a bit of a. Got a bit of a fire stick situation going on. That's all I'm going to say. Uh-huh. Fire stick yeah. situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So say no more. Say no more. Yeah. So after I'd hit play on Aliens, when that was finished, uh, it was part of a box set. So I just ended up going straight into Alien Three. Well, director's cut. Bull. Um, summer, I think. Summer two twenty twenty one. Yeah, it's coming this year. Uh, I, I'm gonna not put any stock in this game yet i liked the way it looked i know ign have an ign first at the minute and it's like 20 20 minutes of gameplay footage i'm i'm not i'm not i don't want to because when alien isolation got announced I, i thought that looked incredible as well and because of colonial marines i didn't bother investing myself in it and alien isolation turned out to be absolutely fucking stellar so mm-hmm. let's hope Fireteam ticks the boxes. I mean, chances are that this is a very limited game. It's a one-mode one game, much like World War Z, uh, and we don't have to pay full price for it, and there's no real campaign to speak of, but, you know, let's see. Let's see. You know, let's see how it compares to, like, let's say, the Predator game. Things like that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay, so on the dock, last thing on the docket for me mm-hmm. um, was just a little bit of uh, uh, rumors around Call of Duty Warzone. I know we had this discussion offline. It's like, what do you believe these days? You know, what I mean, rumors come out promise so much, and the actual delivery of what actually comes along is uh, second best at that usually. So yeah. Um, so it was uh, t- teasing a trio of new modes that may be on the horizon. So there was something called Plague. Uh, and a sandbox version, which might include things like racing activities. So, but something it seems to be mooting around, you know, Verdansk being taken over by zombies, which we are starting to see the beginnings of in the first update for season two. Yeah. If the narrative goes how we expect, you no know, shipwreck has a big line through it. Would you expect them prison to have a big line through it the next time, and things like that? Mm-hmm. that, that that's how I would do it. But, you know, we've discussed things like this before. <laughs> it never turns out the way we would do it. No, it does not. Um, and then going on about, you know, how the nuke's going to take over the place. I mean, if, you, if you're going to put a nuke silo on, you have to fucking use it. You have to do something with it. You have to. 
what we've already seen is the nuke silo is open. There's a nuke sitting right there. Uh, we've had rumours for fucking, like, best part of six months at this point that they're going to nuke the map. Yeah, we have zombies on the map now at the shipwreck. Zombies currently infect 5% of the map. Are we going to see this percentage climb and climb and climb to the point where they'd have to nuke Verdansk? All these leaks have come out as part of this sandbox mode uh, and they've got audio files of people saying um, essentially, yes, nuke Verdansk because of the zombies. All this is leaked, but now I'm like, fuck it, I've heard all this before. I just... Until the point where that nuke drops, physically drops on Verdansk while I have my boots on the Verdansk soil. I've, I'm not <laughs> I'm not going to fucking... But I'm going to hype ranch the shit out of this, like... Bring the hype rancher in. People just love fucking... And how many of these leaks have been true that we've heard about um, Warzone? Very, very. Remember the wolf one? Remember the wolf one where you heard the wolves howling and they said there was going to be like wolves in the gas and shit? So you couldn't hide at the back and like come in with the gas? Hey, I would have loved that. That would have been a fucking... Yeah, I think that would have been great that. It's bad enough if you're in the gas... Because you take damage, but like, if you're one of these who just lurks on the edge of the gas and comes in with it, which fan fair dose is, it is a, it's, it is a, a, a valid, it's a valid fight. tactic. It's a valid tactic, if especially if you're in a, a, a shitty location on the map, but having an added element of something being in the gas that could come out of the gas by like a certain tolerance and attack you, I think that's a genius idea, absolutely genius idea. But again. Rumour that never came to pass. I'm I'm still of the thing, just make the map unplayable and then blow it up. Boom. Hopefully you don't drive hopefully you don't drive players away doing that, but you know. I don't know how unplayable it'll get. Um if you make a hundred percent of the map zombies, I don't think they can do that because I think like you say, becomes unplayable. Uh I think that's a bold move. I think it's I don't think Call of Duty's got it in them to even try it. From what yeah, we've seen, because they they they, don't, they know that people are just obsessed with having the dub rather than yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that was the last thing on my docket, sir. If you have any any other comments, I had a couple. I had a couple for you. Um, Mediatonic, Fall Guys. Uh, they have been purchased or acquired by Epic Games, so. Epic Games now owns the Fall Guys IP, which I think may have come at the absolute crucial time, just as Fall Guys is about to drop on Switch and Xbox. I think Epic may keep Fall Guys free to play on every platform and just do the Fortnite method of try and just monetize the shit out of skins and stuff like that. So GG's, GG's to Mediatonic for getting snapped up there. Uh, you've landed uh, in some yeah. very rich, very very rich pockets. So um, on the on the subject of Epic, just as a slight slant, their um, trial between Epic and Apple will start on May the third. Dum dum. So we'll have we'll have our co- <laughs> courthouse reporter on the scene whenever we employ him, so, or her. It's you, Johnny. I'm sorry. It's you. It's, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> He's already employed. It's you. 
Um, and the only other bit of news that I want to touch on, uh, last week, there was a couple of bits, last week, as we were recording, it was fucking Pokemon Day or something, and we got the news of brand new Diamond and Pearl and the new Open World Pokemon thing. I've since dug a bit deeper into that, uh, and I'm all but convinced that this new Pokemon game is launching with the Switch Pro, which we now know is a fucking thing, so you kiss my ass. <laughs> <I did. laughs> Second bit of news, uh, from software's Elden Ring, at this point, the fucking Chinese democracy of video games. It's <laughs> yeah. People have been fucking dying for anything Elden Ring. Um, last week, bits of some sort of weird Elden Ring trailer filmed on, like, some sort of, like, fucking one of that, you know, like, the olden times, like, you've got to wind the camera up, like... <laughs> Like it was almost like it was I like a super eight, like it was filmed on a super eight off screen footage of like Elden Ring, like horseback combat or something. Uh, that surfaced, we didn't get an actual official trailer, just this leaked off screen shitty Elden Ring footage. Um, so it still definitely exists, but also confirmation that it's uh fucking it's it's not coming it's a it's, while away it's a while away yeah it's 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 not coming anytime soon um if you, th- if, you if you think when um cyberpunk was announced what 2012 yeah <laughs> yeah there you go <laughs> it's all the context you need yeah uh, so how long the, it might take. apart from the apart from the previously leaked footage there's some more leaks came out about elden ring um circling around pvp combat character creation class systems, uh, all of this has been leaked. So we're getting a slow trickle of Elden Ring stuff. Like It shouldn't leaks. come that way, though. It shouldn't no, come that no, way. No, I agree. I agree. Um, but unfortunately, that's that's all we're getting. It's, it's little, a while away. It's the, a while it away. is. It's, and I think having seen, having seen that leaked trailer, I think it's further away than we thought. Further away maybe, than we thought. Maybe this is the whole thing. You know what I mean? Maybe would you put it past some people to leak a trailer like this to kind of almost temper feelings yeah, and yeah. say just, just you know, it's not coming. Just calm your horses. Possibly, possibly. I also heard uh, rather um, insightful commentary, and I can't rem- I, forgive me. I, I do not remember who I heard this from, so I can't quote them. But they said oh, it was Reggie Fiamir. Reggie Fiamir said it, and he, I think he was on a podcast. He said, any game that shipped last year was in a state ready to ship before the pandemic hit, and it was last yeah. minute polish. It's like, any game that wasn't ready to ship is going to yet be delayed. So games that we've had announced that are ready to be shipped since the pandemic started, Reggie Fiamir was pretty much just saying, like, fuck it, get ready for that to be delayed. So possibly... Possibly we won't have a good year for games this year. If Reggie Fiamir is to be believed, I think we've got more significant delays coming at us. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised. Because, like, you know, we've heard nothing from for, about um, Far Cry. No. No, not you after know, its first delay. Consider, considering that was supposed to be, what, February? Mm-hmm. So, you know, Horizon's gone quiet. It's, uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised, unfortunately. Yeah. 
So um, that's that's all I had. That's all I had. Them them two little them two little tidbits that I wanted to just add into the mix there. So I think what we'll do is head into the old dirt sheets, Johnny, and we'll just see. Much like last week, when uh, Pokemon Day news absolutely dropped, let's see if let's see if we've missed anything during the recording of this show. I'm not saying anything, Johnny. I'm not saying anything here, and I'm I'm very I'm I'm terrified of being on Twitter right now because I don't want to get uh, one division spoiled for us. Ah, I see. Um, I'm seeing one thing here: Control Developers games for. Um, Epic are set in a shared universe. So two of Remedy Entertainment's games will be in a shared universe, one being a AAA title, the other being somewhat of a smaller experience. Whatever that is. Mm. But I think we knew from Control that, that that's what they were setting up. So, Yeah, the the Remedy yeah. shared universe. Alan Wake, Control, Quantum Break, all, all mm. sharing one, one uh, shared universe. Right, Johnny, I'm uh, I'm quite happy for you to wrap this shit up now. Like, cool, no problem. Uh, boys and girls, this has been a production of Franchise Buys, Buys Games. If you've liked what you've heard today, why not leave us one of those glowing five star reviews over on Apple Podcasts or your podcaster of choice? Let's get that algorithm to work in our hundred percent in our favor and just push the narrative forward. Again, if you have a burning desire to be part of the, anything we've discussed tonight, you know, just get in touch. You know, you know. We're always looking to push the conversation forward, get involved, you know what I mean? We've got our opinion. What's yours? Uh, the franchise is available on the socials, Twitter at The Franchise, or on Instagram at The underscore franchise. Uh, or you can get in touch with the producer, me, uh, Twitter at Nice underscore guy underscore Johnny, or Instagram, Nice dot guy dot Johnny. The franchise, I mean, he's, if, he's, if you're craving more com- content from this guy, he also tre- streams um, every Sunday, Monday, and Wednesday, www.twitch.tv slash the franchise. Not a single stream missed so far. Um, starting to branch out, you know, a bit of Warzone, Minecraft Mondays. We did Gears last year. Last, last year? year? Last Sorry, sir. I was so close. You were so, so close. close. So close so to close. nailing that. <laughs> Until next time. Fuck you, franchise. (laughs) Gay Panthers.